want to uh, begin by thanking all of you for all the incredible uh, love and uh, support and condolences following the death of my father-in-law, Reverend Bill Rankin, and especially all the love that you have shown to Sally and Amy and the family in our grief. Obviously, it's a great loss for our family and also for our church community to lose to lose one of our clergy and uh, such an ex exceptional preacher and member of uh, the community. It was quite a week, as some of you uh, know. Uh, parishioner Tim Pigeon died the same day, a few hours before Bill. And it was quite an experience to be with both uh, Tim and Bill in their uh, final days. As a priest, I have been with a lot of people and their loved ones as death approaches. And perhaps this actually serves as an entry point into the passage this morning. In my experience, when death is near, no one talks about their wealth or their possessions or even their professional accomplishments. The person who is dying and their loved ones talk about their love for each other. They strive to make sure that nothing is left unsaid. They talk about the impact that person has had in people's lives. So even in the midst of pain and grief, love reigns. This is how Jesus is inviting us to orient our everyday lives. We are to live lives of love and of hope, not fear or shame or self-righteousness. Here, the very beginning of the passage, Jesus says, Do not be afraid. It is God's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. God's joy is when we live in love. The point of this whole passage is not to be ready so that you can avoid being punished by God, but be ready so that you can receive a blessing from God so you can receive the kingdom, the kingdom of God that is being made manifest around us all the time. In a commentary on this passage, I read maybe the best description of the kingdom of God I've ever seen. Quote, The kingdom appears in every experience of love and beauty in all that is light and goodness, and in every act of care and compassion. It is a gracious space of unlimited welcome, where our hearts release their anxious striving and defensiveness, where healing replaces hate, where death holds no fear, where exuberance fills space once occupied by guilt and shame, and where love is the air we breathe. The kingdom appears every time love rules the moment. 
We keep our lamps lit, alert, and ready to welcome, receive, and participate in every appearance of the kingdom. For even when we feel lost and meaningless, even when the world is riddled with pain, even hope fails and despair tempts, even then, in the midst of the mess, God is pleading of everlasting love, freely and joyfully given. You can't beat that. That's the best description of the kingdom I've ever heard. Now I have to say, I, I tend to be a fear-based person, and I think largely because of a medical trauma when I was a child, much of that fear has been focused around death. And it's quite ironic, at least to me, that I've learned the most about life and about living and about God's grace from people who are dying. The true measure and meaning of life is love, not lifespan, though we all wish for a long life. And our faith proclaims that love never ends. In this passage, Jesus is offering a word of comfort about how much God loves us. One writer said that the goal of the Christian life is to say, I love you too, back to God. There's plenty to be anxious about in this world. And honestly, life has been pretty exhausting these last couple years. But Jesus is reminding us that this is not what defines our life. So a question that Jesus asks and, and we must answer, what do you truly treasure the most? What do you truly treasure the most? I asked this at the 9 o'clock family service, and answers were family, relationships. Someone even said that what they treasure is not being in control. And I have to say that that is perhaps the most spiritually evolved answer <laughs> way past wherever I am in my spiritual journey to treasure not being in control and find, find comfort in that that's a beautiful thing what do you treasure the most what defines who you are ask yourself that question today and this week what do you truly treasure? Because that is where your heart is. And may our hearts be fixed on the God of love so that we will be open to receive and encounter God's kingdom. Amen.